This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, my talkers, it's Monday. It's a little after 4 o'clock, and we've got Lori and Julia in studio here to start this 4 o'clock hour out. We've got a guest coming here that I'm going to get on the phone lines while you guys talk it out a little bit here, so let's see Yeah, I'm just got. looking at this pickleball thing, uh, how to sign up for okay. the various things. Julia, it's pretty easy. For Project Down and Dirty that's, on our website. That's right. They have the live stream tickets for sale for $10 for Friday. They have the intro pickleball class, learning the game. With the different My Talk shows. Yes. We are playing from 7 to 8 on Wednesday night. Those tickets are $50. That's two nights away and mm-hmm. 100%. Thank you, Julia. Thank you for woman's Well, <laughs> No, I'm just explaining. If you want to come, it'd be so much fun. It's at Lucky Shots in Northeast Minneapolis. It even says, do you have your own paddle or you don't have any equipment? I mean, you could really be learning. Maybe you, too, are being forced to play in a, I mean, not forced, are playing in a pickleball tournament. You need to learn how to play. Well, it's a I beginner class. Yeah. That's right. It'd be it'd be perfect. So uh-uh. you can go and sign up on our website. Yeah, Jason and Alexis, Don and Steve, they're doing six to seven. And then me, you, Bradley, Don are doing seven to eight. Hopefully people want to do it. Well, I hope so. Yeah. We've got Steph March here. We'll okay. visit this again later. Okay. Steph March, how are you? Hey guys, how are you guys doing? We're great. We're great. Okay, so it is that time of the year for um, Minneapolis-St. Paul Fall Restaurant Week 2023. It's happening like it started yesterday, right? Yeah, it did. And it goes through the 15th. And so there's plenty of chances to go out and get, you know, I mean, dining, everybody knows dining has become a little expensive lately. And Restaurant Week is a great opportunity to go to, to maybe check out some new places. That you haven't seen, and they have two and three course menus for a total deal. There's some dinners on here for thirty five dollars. They're like three course dinners. It's I nuts. saw that. Yeah, yeah. There's like and lunches. You know, there's a twenty five dollars three course dinners. There's a couple like lunches for tw- there's a there's a lunches for like fifteen dollars. I mean, I don't even know how you do that at a salad shop. You know. I would agree with you hundred percent on that. Going to find this out. Okay, so tell us about the highlights. So you want to go to mscmag.com and you want to go find the restaurant week. Uh, you can just, there's a little tab for restaurant week and it has all the participating restaurants are all over the Metro. I did throw a little blog up recently that are the picks that I would do if you, if you need a little guidance because there are 63 restaurants across mm-hmm. the Metro. But then I kind of threw out the ones that I really was excited about. I looked through all the menus and I thought about what I would want to eat because I also love the fact that it's harvest. Yes. So you know, I kind of want to do things like, you know, I love the idea of having like some squash soup or, you know, some like, just like a, like a good fall vegetable risotto. So we have a little pick there. 
That's um, but then I oh that sounds go- so good. Yeah, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of good ones. Um, and then there's also the idea of like, do you want to go with a group? Do you want to go on a date night? Do you want to do this? You know, it's like I think if you want to do a date night thing, if you guys are looking for that, Saint Genevieve, which is one of those beautiful Stephen Brown restaurants in South Minneapolis, he has a forty-five dollar three course menu. And it is so refined. It's just got a warm gougiere, which are these little sort of like pastry puffs. They've got a beautiful squash soup with sherry and pumpkin seed oil. And then they have like grilled pork belly or roasted cod that you can pick. And it's just that whole thing of like most of those kind of things would cost you 45 bucks for just one of them. Yes. Right. right. Yes. I like your, I like your, I'm reading your story right now about the the picks. Paul Russell Week 2023. The picks. You're such a good writer, Stephanie. (laughs) I love you. You are. That's so fun. Well, and I also, so like if I was like, and one of the ones that I want to make sure to shout out is there's two things, there's two ones that I think are kind of interesting for this group. One of them is the Nicolet Diner, which is one of those, it's just on, you know, Nicolet Mall across from the Hyatt. They opened up recently, but they are a 24-hour restaurant, you guys. Oh, and wow. they're doing it. I know, they're doing, and we don't have that many in the Twin Cities anymore. So what I love is they have a $20 three-course meal, we're calling oh. it, because it could be breakfast, it could be lunch, it could be post-happy hour, it could be whatever time of the morning you want. And they've got great things like clubhouse sandwiches and tuna milk, you know, apple pie, French silk pie, chicken wild rice soup, all the classic, like, late-night, early-morning diner-dive things that you want. I right? love that. Yeah. I love that. And there's even, you said Borders, Cucina is giving you a ta- to-go option. Oh, I love this. The fact that, yeah, so it's Borders Cucina right at 50th and Xerxes in Minneapolis. And I love the fact that they have a $30 three-course dinner that you can go and pick up. So if you want to go in and get, like, these beautiful gigante beans, which I happen to love, and then you get this, like, brick of lasagna, this spinach lasagna, and an apple crostata, and then you can pick that up, take that home, go watch your Golden Bachelor or whatever yeah, you're going to watch right. that night. <laughs> We're loving that. But, I mean, that, that that's so much fun. And the bungalow yeah. club looks really good. Oh, I love that place. Um, German bread you dumplings. Guys, <laughs> oh, my God, you guys. I love the bungalow club a lot. In fact, I was a little bummed out because I was going to go there tonight. And they're not open till Wednesday, so they oh. missed the first two days of it. But go on Wednesday. I mean, they have Coca Van, and I love that. I mean, one of the last times you ever had, you've had Coca Van, which is, the French chicken in wine, you know, mm-hmm. it's so lovely. And I also love the fact that they do a lot of add-ons for them. Like they have plenty of options. So if like you're feeling like that uh, $45 three-course dinner, but you want to kind of level up, there's a little add-ons. You can put in some arancini. You can add on some a smorgasbord, like a charcuterie board if you want on the front end. There's so many options this time around. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, I like it. And I will I will say, I mean, food has gotten so outrageous that this is such a deal. And if you want to impress someone, what a fun week to take out someone. If you right. maybe owe your kids a meal. I was thinking of this personally myself. Like I yeah. could take my kids out. Jeff and I could, and it wouldn't cost us an arm and a leg, you know, with their girlfriends no. or something. Right. I totally was thinking this. I mean... Well, I- it's really a great deal. And if you probably, for the weekend reservations, you need to get in on it right now. Yeah, I think? would definitely, yeah, get in on it right now because it's also going to be rainy this weekend. Oh, so yeah. That means that people are going to, like, want to hunker down and not go to, like, all their apple orchards and stuff. So I feel like now is the time to get the reservations. And I love the fact that there's some new stuff. Like, you know, Memento rebranded and redid their entire menu. And this is a great way to, like, 
if you go with a friend, 45 bucks, three-course menu, and you get all the stuff, you and you can decide whatever else you want to do, it's still you're under 100 bucks for two people. Like, what? No, this is a good deal. This, this is a very, anymore. very good deal. <laughs> There's even Fogo de Chao is on here. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Give me a break. Those places you better book up now and consider going on, like, a Tuesday. Right. Because those are the busy, busy ones. But... You know, I also love like Nicolette Diner, you know, is a $15 three course lunch or dinner. 15 bucks. Okay, that's a great deal. Yeah, oh, that's Mother Clucker's Pizza. That's what that that. Oh, was, that's so. that one. And then also, I think you had, um, if you have groups like Yumi, am I saying it? Oh. Yummy or Yumi Sushi Bar? Yumi Sushi Bar, you mm-hmm. guys. St. Paul, any diner, it's $35, a three course dinner. But here's the kicker with these guys they have so many options. They have so many options in that first course, second course, third course. If you all go, I mean, there's like a seven-piece sushi roll as one of the main entree choices. I mean, you want to get a bunch of those, and you just pass them around so that you guys all get different. So there's right. a whole bunch of – it's just a giant plate love, you know, situation. So oh, my great. gosh. I'm I'm into this. This is so good. And you guys started this whole concept because you wanted to give people an opportunity to try out different restaurants without yeah. breaking the bank. Right. And I mean, I think a lot of people think, oh, I'd love to try that, but I just, I can't risk it. And so we all, you know, we kind of thought about it and this was like decades ago. And it was the idea that just maybe get a, a, a the restaurant can put together kind of abbreviated menu as a sampling at a special price that hopefully brings you in. And if you love it, you know, and there's upgrades you can add, but you don't have to. And if you love it, maybe you're going to become a raving fan. Yeah. Cause people get into restaurant slumps. So sometimes you need oh. reasons to try out a new place and you're like oh it's restaurant right there we're getting a really good deal yeah Let's and go i would say that Powhana, which is in uh i think it's egan or savage uh it's in savage it's down um in the south metro anyway Powhana is sort of got sort of a hawaiian vibe to it the 40 dollars three-course dinner is something that like you would never think to get the kalua pork lumpia which are those crispy fried little egg rolls that are delicious oh. or thai lobster bisque oh. and like they have this macadamia nut crusted opaka paka which is a beautiful fish just a gorgeous fish that maybe you're not thinking about and you wouldn't think to like that's what i want for dinner tonight but for 40 dollars for three courses you can get down there and try it and you're just you know it's like a it's like a i call it a rut buster it just busts you out of that rut i love this well we are yeah. people just go to um we should put a link up maybe to yeah. the Lori and julia page yes or yeah. go to msp meg dot com it's yeah. it's so listed so great it's easy you've got it geographically laid out for everybody too yeah. i hope people take advantage of this because we don't get deals like this often no and this is the last one for the year this is our last restaurant week for 2023 so you want to get out and take advantage and then we have to wait till february for the next one right. stephanie how fun was that fashionopolis I'm, oh, oh my, my gosh. god it was so much fun wasn't that too great the fashion show and he split it into area codes mm-hmm. and different oh, it, was, it was just so clever and there were so was, many great outfits and wow in my, yeah for my buck it was the best of the last decade i yeah. mean honestly yeah it was just i mean grant outdoes himself every time plus you know he's got great clothing partners and the yeah four seasons as a place to have it is just so well, swanky and they really did it up with the stage this year it was just with the staircases yeah and, you know we had baby doing like diana ross it was just it was outstanding it, it was really outstanding. was yeah. i was getting I was, 
quite a kick out of just every even people watching people as they're watching the Frank uh, or the but show. I kept going. She has a Freudian slip. Yeah, right that's there, Fra- I was like, look at Frank. Look at Frank Vassalero. <laughs> oh, I kept because you guys know I was sitting in front of Lori and I kept wanting to turn around and go, oh, I could see you in that. Oh, I could see you in that. <laughs> oh. You know. People should know about this for next year, though. We talk about how great it is every year, it but is it so is great. it is a to die for event. It really is. It's become a really fun thing. And it's like, again, I'm a food person. I'm not a fashion person. And yet I just enjoy the heck out of that event because it's just beautiful people and beautiful clothes and aspirational. But also it's the creativity for me. You yeah. know, it's really seeing people in their own personal style, even if I'm never going to wear like my seatmate next to me, uh, he was just a charming human, and he had this beautiful black coat and black pants, and he had this leather kilt over. And I was like, "Oh, you're killing me! This is gorgeous." I mean, I'm not going to do that, but I love appreciating the creativity I see out there. Yeah, right? yeah, it is uh, the attractive people were looking attractive in a, in a variety <laughs> of attractive outfits. That's it so was cute. costume to uh, jeans to slinky to yeah. modern i mean you can really wear whatever you want but you could. i would Nobody say would yeah yeah. Uh, yeah unless you're dressing to dazzle and impress it won't matter cuz there will be enough of those people there and they're getting our eyes which is so fantastic yeah that was fun that yeah was all right stuff. stephanie thank you thank so you much thank you so much for telling all right, all right. thank you ciao ciao hey everybody it's Lori and Joy here for Minneapolis Plastic Surgery. And, you know, they have been in business, Dr. Jarvis, Dr. Tholen, and now Dr. Singh. But it's the longest continually operating plastic surgery practice since 1983. You and I went there in 2004, and I just you had a facelift there at the end of June. But, you know, I thought about it for a long time, and I think people do. Like, they think, oh, I... My neck, my chin, my whatever it might be. But my, the best thing I did was book the consultation. And if you go to my, you go to my talk, put in keyword plastic, it'll take you right to their website. And right there, request a complimentary consultation. There is no pressure, but get answered the questions that you have. And if you don't know what to ask, the doctors will say, well, this is what you should be asking me. This is what I would want to <laughs> right. know. They're really great. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, here's something random and new today. You know, when you think makeup, do you think Wheel of Fortune? Maybe we should. Because Vanna White has paired up with Laura Geller um, to introduce the Wheel of Fortune line of makeup. And it, and it has a wheel, like a powder, like you would use a powder from. Oh, yeah. And it's divided into something that looks exactly like the Wheel of Fortune wheel mm-hmm. with different colors of blush and then yellow, blue, green, and pink, like, eyeshadows. And then it has a bright pink lipstick in the tone that... Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. She thinks perfect and um, she's a big fan of it and it's long wearing red lipstick. And she says, hopefully this is sort of something big and it's eyeliner you can use day or night. And I already thought eyeliner was something we could use day or night. Day or night, that's um, right. And um, she's Laura Geller, who she partnered with. Her line focuses on mature skin and is a big fan of Vanna White's. It represents natural beauty. So I just kind of thought she this used is to be fun. like a makeup artist. And I gave you a Laura Geller yes, I do blush know. that I yes. got on TV watching like a Laura Geller, Geller infomercial. Mm hmm. That has like a, that you know, that she does these kind of collabs. Yes, I think it's kind of fun. Yeah. I don't know who's going to buy it. Well, I mean, you know, it's kind of interesting, I guess. Everyone, I, I a think it's funny. A blush palette, an yes. eyeshadow palette, everything is right there. People do like all that stuff. You know? I, I've got a million palettes. Well, the reason I kind of like this one is your blush round. and your blush and your eyeshadow is all in one. Because you don't use, the, I mean, I have so many, so many compacts uh, yeah, I think of makeup. Yeah, two separate. One's a blush wheel oh. and one's an eyeshadow wheel. Well, I, the blush has green on it, and I felt like that was eyeshadow. <laughs> but whatever, just check it out. It's kind of fun to look at. And if you have a fan who loves, loves, loves Wheel of Fortune, that'd be a fun gift. <laughs> yeah, it would. I think that'd be a fun gift. All right, so um, let's see. 50 years ago today, in 1973, Elvis and Priscilla Presley got divorced in Santa Monica, California, after six years of marriage. Priscilla was awarded nearly $1.5 million in cash, excuse me, $4,200 a month alimony for one year only, and half the sale price of the couple's $750,000 home and a 5% interest in two of Elvis's publishing companies. Mm-hmm. I just thought I'd bring that up because the Priscilla movie. Yes, and Priscilla... D- Dolly confirmed that she heard this from Priscilla a long time ago. They left, and we see this in Elvis, the biopic. They leave the courthouse holding hands. Mm-hmm. And he sang to her, I will always love you, because he was going to record that song. And then Colonel Tom Parker told Dolly she would have to split the royalties with Elvis publishing. publishing. He had to get yep. a name, so he got publishing. But Elvis always loved that song. And Dolly herself confirmed that Priscilla told her that story many, many years ago. Mm-hmm. That he sang that song and just kind of like talked it out loud at the beginning and then just started crooning it to her. Ooh. Ooh. Cry just thinking about it. I know. Yeah. Okay, so this showed up today. And in 1985, Yoko Ono... Um, dedicated a two and a half acre garden memorial to John Lennon in New York City's Central Park. Mm-hmm. And so Is that um, Strawberry Fields. Yes. And so um Strawberry Fields right after um John Lennon was um killed outside of his home, the Dakota, 
which was on the on West 72nd Street, which is an entrance. Um, they already started calling it Central Park, just said, we're just going to call this area Strawberry Fields. But there was nothing in there. So um, Yoko Ono worked with this like landscape architect, like mm-hmm. our cousin is, and they um, took um, donations from s- some different people, and then they set out to make a, a memorial in out of landscapes, a landscape mm-hmm. memorial, because th- she knew he wouldn't want a statue or anything like that. Right. And they invited different people from all over the world to contribute plants to it, and as well as stones to create an international garden of peace. She was ahead of her time, that gal. And she she shaped her own work. She was a conceptual artist. Mm-hmm. And um, she just says that um, she worked for five years trying to get it right, and then they dedicated it to him. And in the middle of it, and I never saw the middle of it, which I know you have. Mm-hmm. There's a big circle. Yeah. And in the big circle, that's with stones and um, mosaic that imagine is the word in the right in the middle of it, donated by the city of Naples, Italy. And it's surrounded by benches that provide a really peaceful garden and just yeah. kind of a, a sweet spot. Mm-hmm. And then I went on just to le- read a little bit more because in Central Park, um, there are other tributes to other musicians. There's a Duke Ellington, um, huge statue, and really? I, don't, I, don't, I never saw this. I never. And have. it's it's remember the I old. I don't remember it. The old statues, the old bust that would have naked women holding up like a statue on top of them. Yeah. So it was by this famous Mexican artist that this guy worked for. Um, uh, I don't know, like a long time, 10 years to get a Duke Ellington statue erected. It's a huge 10 foot tall statue that if you're going there, you could see there's a one to Malcolm X. There's um, Frederick Douglass. There's a Beethoven. There's Alice in Wonderland. Yes, that's there. (laughs) I mean, it'd be kind of interesting to spend a a day. It's so huge. Yeah. You need a bike to get around. Because I've just seen parts of it. Yeah. And, um, is that you yeah know. you definitely need a bike to get around it's just too big it is here so it's to walk it right yeah right i don't know how many acres it is but more than we have time for let's see what else i had for you um i don't know if you guys like doing stuff check out at grocery stores do i you? hate it i Grant? absolutely cannot stand it and i think stores are getting ripped off and i think that they realize that it was a terrible idea and i bet they start taking them away they I- are I'm 50-50. If it's yeah. small amounts, two or three things, I do it. Otherwise, I go through the They're line. starting them, taking them away in the stores that are getting ripped off big times like Walmarts and Targets. Yeah. And you're going to see less of them because it's so well, easy to steal. People buy meat and then they just like press a little bit of the meat, you know, for poundage. I mean, there's all kinds of ways to... Oh, look at you. Even at Cub now it. for self-checkout for that same thing for weight, they're now making you pay at their hot food station right there because people were <laughs> messing with the weights of yeah. the hot food as they brought it you, up. You can't try. I people that much to self-check out yeah. and they're also sake. having like a mirror so you can see yourself because you won't steal as much if you oh, see yourself you have to see well yeah, there you go is, that's what you have to do to just not do the right thing and put up the mirrors i thought it was put them up I, all over the place do it okay so julia my phone was blowing up yesterday not because of taylor swift i did have a few friends from out of town have you spotted taylor yet what are the private jet people saying blah 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 but no, why did uh, why did my phone blow up? Because the Duluth News Tribune on Saturday had a story called Northlandia. 
area inventions include a cow on skates, nipple enhancers, and Pellucci's golf glove. Oh my gosh, that's hysterical. So, here's the start of the story. This city has produced its fair share of inventors. There's Alexander Miles, who in 1887 patented an elevator that would open and close its own doors. Oh, okay. That was in, invented in Duluth. Yes. Alexander McDougall, a shipbuilder who, you know, dozens of patents to his names. Of course, Beatrice Ojakangas, who developed pizza rolls while working in R&D for Gino Pellucci's Chun King. Oh, right. Because that was here. Right. And some, then the story says, but some Northland inventions are more unusual and less notable. So there's a story about this guy, Duluthian. That's what we're called, Julia. Duluthians. Duluthians. Yeah. In 1939, received a patent for an invention that he said would fix an age-old problem. Remember, this 1939. Yep. Animal costumes that required two people. <laughs> What do, okay. you, what do you mean to get into? To be an animal, it used to take two people. Oh, that's hysterical because someone would be the head and the front legs of the cow and the, someone would be the horse and the, the back, back legs. legs. That's the, right. Oh, that's hysterical. And so uh, he he also then decided that it, he would put this um, animated artificial animal on two legs but on ice skates. That was his other <laughs> his other Oh my gosh, funny. His other thing. In nineteen ninety nine, Lori Bargini, a Duluthian who graduated 1999? from nineteen ninety nine? In nineteen ninety nine, Lori Bargini, a Duluthian who graduated from Duluth East High School and a University of Minnesota Duluth alumni was in Las Vegas with friends when, as a joke, one of the women took the caps from a couple of sample-sized bottles of hotel shampoo and put them in her bra before leaving the room. The public response from men, principally, was so strong, the women (laughs) spent the rest of the weekend experimenting with makeshift enhancers such as bottle caps and pearls, the Duluth News Tribune reported in 2001. There was a double spread story about us in 2001. That's how much media we got that year. And we were on the front page, bottom half of the Star Tribune, the day of my 25th high school reunion. Yes. Mm -hmm. We were above the fold. In Duluth? In the Star Tribune on Saturday. We were above the fold. Okay. Yeah. A uh, body perks was born. The the patent it filed September twelfth, two thousand and one. Still the best name. Then it describes it. I mean, this guy did his research. Yeah. He used the patent. You know, he found it. Wow. He writes your language, yeah. and then your name does get mentioned uh, in here, Julia. But he because you had to specifically change the wording of the patent to we cover. Did. Mike Cheryl did it. Mike Cheryl Law Offices. Here's what you wrote, you okay. and Mike Cheryl, if you want to know what was written on that patent it. application. Okay. A method of enhancing the tantalizing appearance of a covered <laughs> female breast by placing a nipple enhancer between the breast and an article of clothing covering the breast in the absence of any adhesive so as to produce the appearance of an erect nipple through the article of clothing covering the breast. Mm-hmm. That is... So beautifully specific. Mm-hmm. Well, we had to be because there were other inventions out there. Right. Mm-hmm. They weren't about 
the tantalizing well, appearance. They were, but it didn't have an article of clothing over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they were like the clamps and all those other things, yeah. you know. And then, you know, they write, then this Duluth reporter writes about Sturgis and then, and that we got attention from everybody from the BBC, Chicago Tribune, Newsweek to Playboy to Playgirl. Yep. Body Perks even made it into an episode of Sex in the City. This story goes on to say, Wow. Oh, yeah, Julia. This is a lot of research. I, I got to get today. The Body Perks website is no longer active and Body Perks Inc. dissolved in 2016, according to business filings with the state. We did. We canceled our LLC because I didn't want to deal with it on a And Bargini said in 2001, if nothing else, we at least we invented something. At least we made it work. We made the whole world talk about nipples for a while. Today, Bargini and Cobbs are hosts of a talk show, mm-hmm. gives the link. In fact, they credit Body Perks with landing them the radio show. So, Pretty much. thank you, Duluth News Tribune. That's really nice. I know. Just and then uh, Gino Pellucci invented something. He had several patents that of things he himself as an inventor. Okay. And one sticks out: the golf glove with a patch of reminders like feet firm, head down, left arm firm, slow back, swing, eye on ball, follow through. So it was all printed on a glove to remind you. On a glove, you. yeah. Because that's what goes through your head. Head down, stay down, follow through, don't swing back too far. Keep Eyes your... on the ball. Eyes yes, on the ball. That's so funny. When he wasn't in Duluth, he lived in a gated community in Orlando where he developed love of golf oh, like in 1976. So okay, he was a little funny. bit older. But anyway, yeah, good. That's fun. That was in the day. So my phone was just blowing up with my friends. Who, What's the name of the article? Yeah. Um, well, it's just, you know, the, the Duluth News Tribune, they only print the paper twice a week. Saturday, which is where this story right. is, so I got to get a hold of that one, and like Wednesday. But otherwise, you get like one free story before the Well, what's block. the name of the story so I can get my one free? Uh, Northlandia. Northlandia. Area Inventions. That is really funny, Laura. I know. The city of a crew of inventors. I love it. And yeah. Duluth is our main look there. Yeah. Wow, I, I mean, it. I just am impressed with all the work that he did on all the different people. You know, he even got a picture of Frank Sullivan in 1939. His technical drawings that he had to do for his animal costume on ice. I mm-hmm. mean, you know all that. So it's just kind of an interesting thing how many people do... Uh, and sometimes want to invent something, have a desire to get a patent, and how some people are frequent. Um, I give you th- applicants yeah. if they're scientists, especially. <laughs> oh, there's so or, many. There's so many inventions out of the Twin Cities, out of Minnesota, though yeah. too. That goes further, but I absolutely think that's fun. I know I did that's too. Cute. I know. I'm glad that we made the list. I thought, but how could you not? I mean, we are in the Minnesota historical um, society. The Historical Society grant, you know why? Because they have the largest collection of underpinnings, underwear in the world. Mm -hmm. And if they ever do an underwear spectacular, just about the long history, this, we had to give them a copy of the patent. I think I gave them a copy of the script of Sex in the City and then... Which the, you were not supposed to release to anybody. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. And and then the original package in the packaging. So as you speak of patents, my we, my dad and I found a patent that my grandpa had uh, never finished, but it submitted. And it was for a baby changing station, I believe, that had a little flap protector. 
yeah. so that if the baby would go to the bathroom, oh, it would protect it oh, from flying that. in your face. And it's from back in like the '60s, and my grandpa has the drawings. All you know how they have the yeah, old papers. but but the reality is that for the moms who are doing most of the changing, they would just it happens so infrequently yeah. it wouldn't be it can, wouldn't be where, yeah. But you know it, what I mean? It, it would be like no one you would already buy a know special. you already know your boy might pee on yeah, you. Yeah, so because that, that, yeah. that little stubbornness. But I love that. Around. It was so cool to find because he was just he. I mean, talk of toys. He was an inventor too yeah. type person, and he had this patent for like a pee protector. <laughs> I invent things all the time. I have a really good one well, you... that I'm going to revisit that I used to talk to Dr. Crutchfield about. All right. Um, I I I just wish there was an easy access of opportunity. I keep thinking there's going to be this like think tank for, for women that you can you know go in where you know they're not going to steal your idea yeah that's the number and, one and fear. then on staff the are thing. people in the legal world people in the marketing room people that can develop the app i mean i remember like way you want like a patent collective no no that's yeah what kind you're of, talking about but yeah, just yeah, a way collective. that would because there's so many great ideas and majority of patents are out of need I mean, you mm-hmm. watch Shark Tank. Well, Casey does, but people come up with this because I'm sick of losing my readers. Yeah. The guy invented the reader watch, you know, thing. Yeah. Like, a, it, it's just... But our product wasn't invented out of need. It did. People, remember how many inverted uh, nipples well, there, there were? There were. There? There's like a 29% of the of female women have inverted nipples, and maybe they want to be... Farrah Fawcett, Jennifer Aniston. All my other invention ideas are I still of, have are out of need. Yeah, okay, yeah. I like I'm glad I was involved in the one and only fun one you ever did. <laughs> no, I have a ton. I just I really, But I mean I wanted it, to make that happen, but I just never have been able to. But people underestimate how much work it is. Oh. What's involved, and I always, when we first started Grant, we would always get all these people who'd ask us for invention help. And I just started asking people, and I think Julia did too. I just started saying, well, where would you buy it? Have you looked everywhere where you'd buy it? And they go, well, no, I have the idea. And I'm like, no, you need to see if it's already out there. That's the biggest piece of advice. Absolutely. You need to see if it's already out there. Where would it be? Where would it be sold? If you don't know the answer to those two questions, please don't put any more Dollar. than you're thinking into it. There you go. You know, don't yeah. like go down the road of inventing something. Absolutely. Or putting money in something if you don't know. It could already be sold. Julia looked everywhere for our nipple enhancers, and she's like, "All they have are like medical nipples that are none of them were 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 sassy. None of them were. They didn't have anything like. They didn't have anything like it. So, but we looked everywhere. We went to sex places. We went to bra places. I mean, we went online. Well, not online because online wasn't around. But yeah, we checked everywhere that you could possibly have it. That's cool. And it wasn't around. So did your homework. Yeah, that's the first step. But we think about it. There was limited internet. I mean, it was really it was a whole. It was two thousand and one. Yeah, it was. There was no internet. It was dial up. I mean, there was. It was. And people in the know had it. Yeah, I remember. I dated a guy who told me there's a thing coming called the World Wide Web. It's going to change everything, and I'm like, (laughs) I'll figure it out when it gets here. I totally remember that conversation. And now there are too many. And he called it that. There's a thing called the World Wide Web that's coming. (laughs) All right, listen. We'll be right back with Hollywood speak. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood. 
is the I meaning love of this story so much. So you guys know who Al Michaels is, you know, legendary. Of Oh, I know this. Sportscaster. The legend. He's the play by play announcer for Thursday Night Football, but he's been on TV since the 70s. He was on Monday Night Football forever. Yeah. Yeah, A lot of different places. Sunday Night Most recently, Sunday Night, besides Thursday. Yeah. My first husband, his oldest nephew, is married to Al Michaels' daughter. Really? So he went to the wedding. And my ex is like, you know, he he knows Al. Oh, that yeah, you know, that's a brag. He, that that's just a brag. like made that's him. Yeah, he just loves that. And yeah. They had like a swanky wedding, and anyway, but he was on. Um, he was on with uh, Chris Wallace, um, CNN's. Who's talking to Chris yeah. Wallace? And um, Chris Wallace wanted to know: Was this legendary Al Michaels story true? That Al Michaels has never knowingly eaten a vegetable. Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah, I was born when my parents were 18, so my mom just let me have the run of the course, and I always push the vegetables away. To this day, no. And guess what I've proven, Chris, (laughs) is that man does not need vegetables to survive. And then Chris expressed, how could that be possible? Maybe you'd enjoy a quote-unquote non objectionable 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 vegetable such as a carrot and al michael said oh please that's an objectionable vegetable (laughs) he's never eaten a carrot i mean a vegetable i I, never eaten a carrot i I just was blown away by that he said he said i look at it and i don't even like the look of it (laughs) and i think it just doesn't look like something that would go down well. The older Al gets. I love him. I love him even more. He yeah. gets more. He just doesn't care. Like, even during his broadcast, there was a game, I think it was last year when he did his first year on Thursday yeah. Night Football, and it was such a boring game. And the whole time. <laughs> was he on things? Oh, he was just like, boy, this is a barn burn. You know, I mean, just, yeah. just leaning into it and having fun. He is having so much fun right now. I like yeah. this. You know what? And and wasn't he on with the um the our turf for, for Turkin guy? Who? Madden. Didn't oh, yeah. he used to do he, it Madden? He did Madden forever? Monday nights yeah. with Madden mm-hmm. forever. That was the yeah, best that was the were, best yep. duo that I remember. Yep, yeah, I do too. Oh, and then he also got heat, I think, last year when uh he mentioned Taylor Swift and he was talking about now I'm gonna have all the teenage girls out there referring that only Swifties would be teenage girls and he yeah. caught heat last year because there's plenty of other Swifties yeah, out there right, right. other than teenage girls. Anyway, Chris Wallace just could not believe That's that you've funny. never eaten a vegetable. Oh. And I thought, well, he he is right when you do have teenage young parents. Like my mom was always, she goes, you were just always just the chubbiest, healthiest thing. You know, your dad and I, we lived on popcorn and chicken noodle soup. My dad had one stripe, you know, uh, you know, so you're, well, it means that's your pay. Yeah, your pay, you're getting nothing. And um, anyway, you're poor, you're poor. And Mm -hmm. so my mom said that's, you know, they lived on, she said, that's what we all lived on. I couldn't believe I had an eight pound baby. And I thought... This is teenager. Teenage parents are not going to fight about it. Vegetables. Nope. 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 They're just like trying to get. You watch the baby. I'm. I'm, It's happy hour tonight at the brass rail. Uh, (laughs) Let's see. uh, Teresa Judice offers. um, She got pulled over by a cop in New Jersey because, uh, and there was uh, footage of it, and um, 
the policeman said she tried to say it's the navigation system is pulling me back and forth. Oh, sure. Uh, between lanes, like weaving. Because like I drove your car, Casey's, and it does pull you. Yeah. It, stay, it pulls you to stay in the lane. I hate that. I do too. And the but police you can turn it off, I officer said, I'm sorry to hear about that. And then she yelled back at him, I have family business cards too, if you'd like one of those. Oh, God. What does that even mean? Do you Louis? know who I am? No, no, because he was already walking away. Oh. I swear to God, Louie is doing some kind of pyramid marketing where he is using other people's money. And I'll bet you he asked Teresa, to hand out family business cards with the opportunity for him to scam people. I'm telling you, oh. he will be the next Jen Shaw. I Oh, of course. Because oh, why course. would you say that to the cop as he's already letting you off the hook? You're right. I mixed that he, up. He's yes. like, he just told her, Tree, just give these cards to as many people as you can see. I'll do, you know, if they want to get into business, I might know somebody who can help them. Tree. Listen to Laurie. Yeah. Tree, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> and you she know, would just Tree. go, okay, lovey, you know, and I meet so many people. And I mean, I'm telling you. Tree? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, that's really funny. That Tree, is. you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you feel me. Yeah. You feel me, Tree. Uh, let's see. Oh, <laughs> Olivia <laughs> Wilde. People were yelling at her about. Oh, oh uh, no. I have this one. I This one. Tell I, me what is going on. Okay, so, I, oh, oh. I feel Olivia like she Wilde. jumped on a bandwagon on Friday. Well, weren't we all on the bandwagon of Travis and Taylor and Taylor and Travis? Okay. Travis. So, um, Olivia Wilde, um, tweeted out, I wish Taylor Swift was in love with a climate scientist. No, somebody else, else did it, and then she, she reposted it. Right, and I wish it was Taylor Swift was in love with this guy or something like that. Yes, yes. And um, I just thought, oh, my word, you've got a lot of other opinions for other people. You had an affair on your husband and fell in love with Harry Styles. Why didn't you choose his client? Right, right, if it's so Julia. Easy, why don't you choose who you fall in love with? Right. Because it's not like... You know, I'm going to pick it. I want this climate scientologist, scientist that lives in Malibu that I'm going to fall in love with. I'm going to she, you know, she's so arrogant and, and, and she out of touch. She doesn't have a friend or a publicist who can point that she out to her. The friends. irony. Yeah, but the, the, yeah. the irony of like, why you want to be this girl? But she is that woman. She is that woman. Uh huh. She is. And she was not a girl's girl. No, she, on Don't Worry Darling and Florence Pugh, who adored her because they made their first movie book smart together yeah. and she thought she was the greatest thing since sliced mm-hmm. bread does this don't worry darling probably is a favor to olivia wilde because whatever it was she was jealous that harry she, that they had you know they had the sex scene a, which i'm sorry when harry goes downtown um and don't worry darling it was one of the most <sighs> depressing oral sex scenes i've ever seen <laughs> oh, in a movie i couldn't even no it, it i couldn't even get that far i couldn't even make it past like <sighs> i did watch that sleeping though yeah the whole i know movie. but i mean I, I just like i wonder how much of that was coming out sideways because the rumor always was that those two had very good chemistry, chemistry and they're the same age they're both british and they might have had some inside jokes. They have slanguage that. But Olivia Wilde put a kibosh on that oh, whole she thing. Did. And remember, someone else was originally cast to be in that role, but she went out and found Harry Styles. 
Yes, she fired whoever it was. That's it's right. It's that guy that has, um, yeah. you know, the one. Shyla. Shyla. Yeah, and he was, yeah. And that was also because nobody wanted to do any sex scenes with Shia LaBeouf. Mm-hmm. That was the other thing. I, I don't know. She turned, she... She just sounds like a She dink. turned off her comments because people were just like, oh, this is rich And it lady. doesn't make me feel bad that her um, ex served her papers oh, at Comic-Con. Okay. Right. Because she's never available, and I think she sounds like a dink. Okay. All right. Oh, did I say all that out loud? You did. I like Opinions it. Opinions are us. This is my talk. <laughs> we'll be right back.